0: Boston 2024 is expected to reveal a revised bid plan on June 30th, but one expert tells around the range that Boston bid leaders have a tough road ahead. Keith Gilbert, emeritus professor from the University of East London, spoke with Around the Rings on Thursday. Aside from teaching sport management and sports sociology at the University of East London, Gilbert has a background filled with experience working with Olympic Games. During the 2000 Sydney Olympics, Gilbert served as the assistant chef de mission for the Australian Paralympic delegation. He also lived in Boston for a year. So. From, from your perspective what revisions can we expect or what revisions do you hope for in this revised bit?
1: I spent a year in Boston um, on sabbatical at the Center for Studies of Sport and Society at Northeastern University. So I understand and I have some concept of what Boston's about. To be quite frank with you I haven't read the bit um, so I can't comment on that what, what ex- changes or whatever would be made uh, in terms of uh, the problematics that they've had already. So I guess if it were me, I would be pushing tourism, the river, um, uh, Harvard, uh, the stadium at Harvard. Uh, I'd be pushing the, um, the fact that it's very close to uh, the Cape and also very close to Vermont. So it has all, all of those advantages, but in many ways, Boston is very much like Sydney, uh, about the same size. And the only thing that Sydney had for going for it at the time was the harbor. So, in other words, if you ask yourself a question, what's the draw card for people to come to Boston other than the Olympics, you, you have to scratch your head a little bit and say okay well maybe we've got a little bit of history um, here there and everywhere and we've got the area where the the fathers arrived on their boat and such and such and such but in actuality it doesn't have a lot going for it in terms of a draw card, like New York so um, in my opinion then I don't know what changes they're making but if you're going to use anything in Boston what are you going to? What, what stadium are you going to use? I guess you're going to use the the uh, stadium at Harvard. I guess you're going to use the Red Sox stadium. I guess you're going to use the basketball stadium, um, which are famous, of course. But where's where where are all the other facilities coming from? And uh, the river, I suppose, will be used for sailing, um, but I don't know if it's big enough. So you probably have to go off the coast for sailing maybe on the Cape and the river could be used for rowing, as it is, as we know now anyway. So there are some sports which you can cover very well, but the other sports I'm not so sure where they might go. So uh, and that's without reading the document. Mm
0: -hmm. So in this revised bid plan, um, the head or chairman now of Boston 2024, Steve Pagliocca, said he believes generating a surplus from the bid is doable. Do you think that's feasible?
1: In LA, they made a surplus. It was the first surplus, of course. Um, and if they pick up the same model as they did in Atlanta and LA, they'll make money. I'm not so sure that people will come to Boston, necessarily, um, and I'm not so sure in, in actuality what area areas he, want, he thinks will actually make the money, tourism, I guess. Um, But where else is he thinking? In advertising? Um, And I guess uh, in other areas related to the games, uh, you know, know, with large industry, Coca-Cola and so on and so on. Um, But where's he going to get the money from?
0: Yeah, I, I'm reading now some, some more of his quotes. Um, he said, we put together this budget to try to make sure the budget has cushion in it, and on top of that, we hope to create a surplus.
1: Yeah, I mean, ticketing doesn't generate a surplus. Ticketing just provides money for the OCOG. After, you know, the games are over or doing, you know, to back up the games, the government would have to, and, and the state, would have to put the money in in order to uh, run the games. So it would have to be public run. I'm not so sure where you know I'm not so sure that you've even got the hotels the, enough hotels in Boston to handle it. Um, there are a lot of hotels, like the Marriott and so on and Copley Square and such like. but name me you know all the all the other hotels which which you would manage to put people up in, and where's the village gonna be? and I, I will read the revised document and then I can comment better. But from my opinion, sitting outside, you know, I don't know the sponsorship or the how much the government's putting in and uh, how much the state are putting in and how much the city are putting in and so on. So it's quite difficult, isn't it, really, to make a profit if you don't know all those things.
0: Well, the city of Boston is in competition with Budapest, Hamburg, Paris, and Rome. So like you said, kind of from the outside, who of those cities do you think is a front runner right now?
1: Paris and Rome have had it before. Budapest, I think if you go by historically and if you look at those people that have applied for uh, the Olympic Games, certainly the Winter Olympics, PyeongChang I think applied three times, London applied a few times and so on and so on and so on. So I think what happens is that this could be the first one for Boston, then they'll have to go again in the next round after they've revised it and taken a close look at it. wasn't that the problem with Chicago? Well, it was put together well enough, but wasn't supported enough, I don't think. So, you know, Boston needs to take some um, ideas from the Chicago bid, from my viewpoint anyway, and take a look at close, look at what, what they did and where they went wrong and, uh, and so on. The front runner for me would be probably Paris, I'd say. It has everything going for it, doesn't it? It has the stadia. And it has the funding, it's in Europe, you know, I wouldn't say Rome would have it.
0: And Boston and Hamburg both have plans for public referendums coming up. I know in Hamburg they're doing one this November, and then Boston is doing one in November of next year. So what are your thoughts on public referendums on Olympic bids?
1: I, I think it's a really good idea. Uh, I mean, uh, it, then then there's no comeback at the end of it to say these games shouldn't have gone ahead like Montreal where there was so much money owed at the end of it and other games that are owed uh, oh. owed money. So the, the referendum's a really great idea um, because then they have the backing or not backing of the people. And these bids, you know, they don't cost you know, 8 million, 9 million, 10 million, it costs 20 million, 30 million, 40 million, some of the bids. So to put together the technology, to put together the team, to put together the ideas, to put together the sustainability program, to put together their integrity program, to be able to afford the security and the intelligence and so on that you need, the army involved, the police involved, it's a huge task you know, let alone that's before you, you know, at, at the same time when you're building new facilities, uh, a new park, a new uh, new roadways and so on, you know, it's a huge task. And at the moment, um, if you look at the transport structure and infrastructure of Paris, that's the only one that's got everything, I, I think, um, to be honest with you. I, I'm a Boston person, I've parked the car in Harvard Yard, and uh, I've done that. And, uh, and I've uh, you know, I spent a year in Boston. I love Boston. I think it's a fantastic city, um, but I'm not sure whether it has the infrastructure w- uh, required for a full-on Olympic bid. I have a really good understanding of sport in the city, and Boston's like every other American city. They have basketball, football, and baseball. The underground system in some places is a bit rickety. You know, in the city center, maybe it's a little bit uh, rickety and old-fashioned. You know, they're, they're not so good. And if you've got people going in the city and then out of the city and trying to get around, you know, Boston's a difficult city to get around.
0: Go, going back a, a little, you mentioned them turning to Chicago to, to kind of figure out what not to do. What can Boston maybe learn from L.A. and even Atlanta in terms of what, what they did right?
1: Boston had a, uh, sorry, Chicago had an amazing bid. It was a really good bid. In, in my opinion, uh, they they were very corporate, um, and all games are corporate nowadays, um, and, you know, there's expectation from large um, corporations like Coca-Cola and McDonald's and Omega and other places that that they will get, you know, good money for their, you know, a good good payment back for their money. And um, what have we got in Boston? We've got Adidas in Boston, Reebok. Boston's a university town, 40 universities in 40 square miles. It's not an industrial town, um, and there's not a lot of large business in Boston. They're going to need to call on New York uh, and call on Chicago, To support them to get the job done but Boston compared with those cities Chicago and so on is is a small town really like Sydney and Sydney did well but Sydney had to really build from scratch so they built a whole new Olympic Park with stadiums and tracks and uh, training tracks and uh, everything just like London so you know where's it gonna happen in Boston I'm not sure um, Boston hasn't doesn't have that. Boston's already an old town. It would have to be outside of Boston somewhere. Maybe if they're going to centre it around a major university, so the facilities could be used afterwards and such like. And and I think that's a major problem. The major problem is you have all of these facilities sitting in Boston, and when's it going to be used after? You know, Boston is a basketball, baseball, football town. Uh, the other sports aren't necessarily there, but uh, people would argue, I suppose, that if those stadiums and everything are left, then the legacy is there and people would move into them and things like that and use them. But, but, but the selling points are it's four hours to New York on the train, it's close to uh, uh, the Cape, um, it's very close to Vermont, um, it's close to upstate New York, uh, and so on. So those are the selling points, I think. In terms of everything else... It's got a long way to go to beat the other towns.
0: The IOC has set a September 15th deadline for 2024 bid applications. The host city vote is slated for the IOC session in Lima, Peru in 2017. Be sure to check into Around the Rings online on Facebook and Twitter. I'm Nicole Bennett. Thanks for listening.